Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. I don't but either. You know what the Lord does. Hey guys, it's Christina. <laughs> and it's Keisha. Welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast. We're so happy that you've come back to join us or you are a new person who is coming to join our Mary and Martha community. Welcome. Yay. Yay. So we are the Mary and Martha podcast where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate. Oh, you got that fourth C in there. All right. Mm-hmm. How God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. Yes. And it is our desire to really be able to create a meeting place by and for women of faith, to be encouraged, to be inspired, and to be empowered to live lives of impact. And we want to do this because we know that Jesus loved women. He mm-hmm. honored us. He saw us as dignified. He saw us as worthy. He saw us as equal. He saw that in each and every woman. And so we wanted to create the kind of in um, place where that intention can be manifested. And so we're so glad that you have come to join us. If you're not familiar with Mary and Martha, they were sisters. Yep. They opened their home to Jesus. And when we think about their lives, we think about it in two ways. Um, one, there's always things to do. So are you distracted by the things that there are to do? Or are you constantly reminding yourself of why you're really in the place, which is to lean towards the ear of Jesus, get get to his feet and find out more about him. So that's how we approach the Mary and Martha podcast. And in that and same vein, we approach the Mary and Martha moment. Did I oh, skip? Wait, I skipped, didn't I? Yeah, we got to so say sorry. that we're here every Thursday um, for about 25 minutes. We know last week's episode ran a little long because we was in the word. We was in the word last deep week. Deep down. Deep, deep down. We were rooted last week. How about that? So if you guys um, want to connect with us, come hit us up on IG at Mary and Martha Podcast, on email, Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com, or on our website, www.maryandmarthapodcast.com. So Keisha. We had our Mary and Martha moment. So were you at the feet of Jesus this week or were you ignoring him and focusing on, on the details? Um, I was at his what? feet all the week. Is that a lip pop with it? I, I do. It's, I'm black. <laughs> like, I'm a black girl and I pop my, my lips at times. Okay. Oh my God, I know Oops. I just hit something. Okay. Um, I, I was at the feet of Jesus all week. Um, I, I was confronted mm. with a devil that I thought that I had gotten, a demon that mm. I thought I had conquered a long time ago. And uh, when it raised its ugly head again, oh. I had to be confronted with a decision about whether I was going to push to be the person that in my head I was and that I knew God had called me to be or whether I was going to retreat into a defensive, scared mode Forgetting all the stuff we talked about, about doing it scared, forgetting all the stuff we talked about, about living to honor God and forgetting all those things. And um, I really was intentional this week about putting my face to his feet. And I'm glad I was because the the result of it, the resolution that came out of all of it was something that was beyond what I could have imagined. Mm. Um, and it reminds me of, of when we, when we talked about um, not being prepared for what we asked for. Huh. Well, the good thing was I asked God, 
I was surprised by what I received and what I asked for. But mm. ultimately, um, by forcing myself to be at God's feet, I, I'm, I'm able to move into what I have received from him, which is beyond what I could have imagined. And I don't say that lightly. I, I say that to say, be intentional about the demons that you thought you conquered, because when you take your foot off their neck, they get back up to fight you again. And they try to do it in a way, like I was telling Christine, they try to do it in a way to destroy you. They don't just come back up to be like, hey, here's something you need to work on about yourself. No, no, no. They come back up to say, hey, yeah, here's like an ugly thing about you that is who you are. And you have to fight back and say, that's not who I am. That might have been who I used to be. That might be who I am when I'm not intentional, but that's not who I am. That's definitely not who God called me to be. So you got to fight back. And that's what Mm. I did. And I thank God for that. Amen. What about you, sis? Yay and amen. Um, So I was Martha all week. I just had a slew of things going on. I mean, I don't feel like I was Martha, like I was ignoring Jesus. I was just Martha. Like I just had, I just had a lot. So Mm -hmm. um, Friday I gave a talk to some really cool, amazing teenage girls. Um, I saw your Instagram post. It was so much fun. It was so much fun, girl. And he was looking skinty. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just she trying to oh honey she's trying to get in shape that's why her knees bust up busted up right now mm-hmm. um but on Saturday then I got to <laughs> I got to have a really good conversation with some older gentlemen at a brother to brother ministry event at a church in DC mm-hmm. about sexual assault and what we should be teaching our young boys huh. you bet, that is ministry right there uh, I don't know if they like <laughs> It doesn't you matter know you what? Know what you did, but you planted a seed. I plant, yes, yeah. I mean, and and it was good. And the the organizers of the event were super excited to have me. And we're going, we're coming back because there's so much more to learn. Uh, I got. To oh yeah, you can't young- shift mindsets with one conversation. No, you got to do that work. You got to get deep down into that and do that work. Right. Mm. Yeah, people were touching kids back in y'all day. People just ain't talk, take, talk about it because yeah. y'all know y'all had that uncle that your mother told you to stay away from. So this ain't. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, anyway, so then Saturday night I had a great gala that I spoke at on behalf of my boss, who was absolutely amazing. Um, about oh, she is booked. She is booked and busy. On the most. And then Sunday, it was me and Pastor Bates first Sunday as official pastor and first day of Zion Church Woodbridge. Oh, bim, 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 bim. You need to do, do the sound for you. Bim, 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 bim. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 because I can't hear it. the perfect girl. time to do it. No, I don't know when it. I don't know what's coming. So, yeah. So, you know, you want to come down, hang out with us in Woodbridge, Virginia. We are every Sunday at 10 o'clock at Woodbridge Senior High School. So, we didn't have an official installation service. But the really cool thing was at my grandparents' church, they had an appreciation service for them that same day. And my grandmother, it was super proud of Jason, who, like, loves him more than she loves me, mm-hmm. made the announcement that it was his first day as a pastor. And actually, the pastors who were all there, like... Prayed over us and did our own little installation service. And that's, that's what we awesome. do out here. Yes, <laughs> I love was, that. Which was really nice. So, um, yes, I just had a lot going on. But you know what? God is still good. The Lord is on the throne. And let's jump right into our group chat moment where we sit down and really look at what the Bible says about different things that are going on in our lives. And I think today is about check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thanks, Keish, for that Uh Title that wasn't me this time. See, look at that. Oh my God. Well, okay. So 
Um, one of the things that you all are going to learn about me, and I just go ahead and forgive me for it now. Uh, all of the group chats that I lead are going to be directly tied to the struggles I'm going through in my life right now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Because I just feel like we can all relate on these sort of things, right? I just, mm-hmm. I want to feel like, hey, I'm not the only person going through this. So I'm going to share it with y'all. And then y'all are going to talk back to us when you when you reply to the group chat and be like, yeah, Keish, you right, girl. Been struggling on that same level all week. So this week, we want to focus on becoming, right? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's about becoming. Now, you're probably familiar with the concept of becoming because Auntie Michelle wrote that wonderful book. She did. That very did popular that. book. Her New York best time selling book. Best time becoming. selling. Okay, yes. we know what you mean though. Well, I don't know how you, how do you say it? New York Times bestseller. Oh my bad. And I said New York best time selling? It's go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that was embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, we know about the book, right? We know that she was writing about um, her frustration with being misunderstood, right? Because mm-hmm. she's she's been the angry black woman. We all saw all the we saw all the racist cartoons and memes that were relayed about her when she was first lady. She also talked about kind of her discomfort with being this hyper accomplished woman who was basically mostly recognized because of her connection to a powerful man. So it's like, yeah, girl, yeah, you did a lot. But you Barack Obama's wife? Yeah. yeah you. Let me tell you what gets on my last nerves at church. And they're like, hey, you're Jason's wife. And I'm like, at least you can say, hi, Mrs. Jones, because at least I have a last name that you know. I don't like being tied to a man. That's all I think. At the very least. At the very least. I, I feel Michelle on that. Go ahead. Sorry. And, um... And she also talked about, um, but ultimately what she was talking about was about the power to kind of write your own story on your own terms. And so she kind of took that back. And, you know, we can all acknowledge how powerful that story is. I mean, she went from the South Side of Chicago all the way to the White House. Yeah. Um, but as we approach Easter, um, which is basically the Super Bowl for Christians, <laughs> as we approach Easter, uh, we thought it would be great to shift our focus on um, the life of Jesus, his story of becoming, and some of the things that we can kind of glean from him as we strive to become all that God has for us. And so I'm going to take you to Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. And it reads, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death, on a cross. Mm. That scripture really spoke to me this week, um, just with some of the personal things that I was going through that I alluded to earlier. Um, But what I want to focus on, like I said, we want to talk about becoming. We tend to focus on achievement, 
because we think that that defines who we are. And that's not a surprise because that's who the world has told us we are. From the time we were children, right? And you are testing into quote unquote talented and gifted programs. Good old when tag. You, huh? Good old tag. That's what you <laughs> right. tag program. Like, well, shout smart. out to Matthew Henson Elementary School. Oh, right. shout out to Glen Ridge Elementary School and Land Over Hills. <laughs> now my oh, my elementary school is not it's not there anymore. Really? It got shut, yeah, it got shut down. I don't know. Mine's, I, I don't know if my still there or not. I think it is though. I used to have cases that came out of there when I was in French Georgia. Oh, I was Lord. Like, what are y'all All doing? Right. Go ahead. Moving along. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so, I mean, that's from like when we were kids, right? And then mm-hmm. as we get through the educational system and now it's time to go to college, and it's like, well, what college are you going to and where does it fall in the top 100 colleges and universities? Or even specific, if you're going to an HBCU, which one Which one are you going to? Are H-U? you going? You know. Sorry. Have an alum mm-hmm. in the house. A hustle alum, if you could be specific. I mean, you know, they're commercial. Thanks. Okay, sis. Um, the point is, we from when we're younger to when we go to college, to then when we become like professionals and adults, right? So when, when depending on what job you got, what kind of job you got? Like, if you know, if you're from the D.C. area yeah. and you go to a happy hour, you go to a happy what hour one do? time. Hey, do? girl, so where do you work? Oh, which congressman? Oh, what position on staff? Like, sis, dang. Do you want to know my name? Grading. Yeah. Can I have your card? Exactly. And it's because the world tells us that achievement defines who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's our position that it's time to unlearn that. It's Mm. time to be radical in our mindset, radical in our living. It's time to get free from this whole idea that achievement makes us who we are. Okay. In this we scripture, to borrow. You remember that movie? Yes, Serafina. Oh, yes, girl. Top okay, five. Sorry. Top five. <laughs> I love it. Um. Okay. All right. Side so note: We can talk about how much we love Serafina later. I love Serafina though. I'm gonna go watch it when I get off the phone with you. <laughs> I'm down for a girls' night where we just watch Serafina. Uh, and okay. y'all, it's about apartheid in South Africa. It is so educational and so it. like, and Whoopi Goldberg's in it. The best movies of all time. So whenever I hear the word freedom, I always think of freedom. Mm-hmm. When she's standing in a circle and pumping her fist. Okay, sorry, sorry. In the scripture. <laughs> but yes, okay. So let's, let's take it back to Jesus. So, so when we look at this scripture, we see from Jesus' life that because his focus was on becoming who God called him to be, Mm-hmm. His life then ultimately re- resulted in achieving what nobody else could. Mm-hmm. He was very clear on what his calling was and what his journey was supposed to be. And because of that, he did things that nobody else could say. Nobody got up on that cross and died and rose the third day and all that, yada, yada. So for us, it's the idea that when we focus on becoming, achievement is an unavoidable byproduct that's in line with our purpose. You cannot help but to achieve when you focus on becoming and how do you focus on becoming? Let's look at the scripture. Let's talk about the fact that um, if we look at verse six, we're going to jump around kind of in this. So we're going to focus kind of on what Jesus did and then kind of what we can do. When we look at the scripture, it said that he did not consider his equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage. Now, Mm. This, this is why the episode called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. Because let, let's start, let's let's get really real. Let's let's face the ugly side of us in the mirror. How many times have you leaned on your pedigree? 
Mm. How many times have you leaned on your family background? How many times have you leaned on what you were wearing versus what somebody else was wearing, what you could afford versus what somebody else could afford, Mm. what your position was versus what someone else's position was, and using that to your advantage? We've all been manipulable or manipulating. That's the word I'm going for. We've all been manipulating at some point. Because like I said, when you take your neck, when you take your foot off the the demon's neck, it comes back up. So you got to be intentional about it. And so you have to really make sure that you're not using the the positions of this world to your own advantage. Because we look at the life of Jesus and he was equal to God and didn't use it to his own advantage. He could have came down slaying, oh, oh, you're getting in my way, boom, Right. Oh, okay. You walking on my feet. You could have called ten thousand angels to be like, "Go get him, let me right. down, go get him." But he didn't. Right. He wanted to be the ultimate example of what humility looks like. Right, and 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 he did it by taking the very nature of a servant. Now, let you know what. Let me see if I can just Google this right quick, because what is the definition of a servant? And I, <laughs> it is a person who performs duties for others, especially a person employed in a house on domestic duties or as a personal attendant. In other words, we tend to look down on servants Mm -hmm. because we see them as beneath us. They work for us, not with us, right? But God himself, Jesus himself took on the very nature of a servant. He thought that it was worth it to humble himself enough to even take on people's judgments of him because he didn't present himself in the highfalutin way that people thought he should and still achieve the kind of things that other people could only dream of. There were people in that time who forced themselves into positions of power, but we're not talking about them. We don't know their name. Mm-hmm. But Jesus made himself a servant. And to this day, we're talking about the kind of life that he lived, that when we live that sort of radical life, when we approach others like, hey, how can I serve you? That it makes the kind of difference that people will continue to say our name even when we leave the room. Yep. Yep. And then moving on to verse seven, it says, and I'm using my, one of my translations. Instead, mm-hmm. he emptied himself by assuming the form of a slave, taking mm-hmm. on the likeness of men. And when he had come as a man in his external form, he humbled himself. So Jesus's divine emptying is kenosis. And I may be saying that wrong, but that's the that's the translation. It can't mean the loss of a deity or divine attributes. God cannot become less than God. But he emptied himself of the divine privilege of being God by becoming human. Empty yourself of your privilege. Get back to being a human. Mm. We I all have privilege. You call it divine emptying. I love that because it, it's a purposeful emptying. Yep. Yep. It's a God led. Like you have to, being being having humility is hard. It's not. It's not easy. And in fact, I always laugh because Pastor Bader always preaches about humility once a year. And he always says, all my humble people, raise your hand. We be raising our hands. Like, that's the opposite of humility. You're supposed to be like, you know, because really humility is defined as a modest or low view of one's own importance. 
not yourself, not your being, not your humanness, but your importance of how mm-hmm. highly you think of yourself. Yep. So when we think of God's divine emptying of his privilege, we have to think of that when we're in these moments where we feel like we're bigger than, we're more than, you're less than, um, because we're going to have them. It's not like you know anybody is absent from having those moments. Mm-hmm. And we have to be real with ourselves. Because we'll be like, oh, well, so-and-so is treating me bad, and I don't understand because I'm in this position. I'm I'm just out here trying to be humble. Girl, <laughs> stop lying, okay? Mm. Like, let's not pretend that you haven't had the moments where I can't believe they treated me like they do. They know who I am. It's uh, like, girl, sure. do you know who you are? Because humility is not, it's not the two spectrums, right? So there's a spectrum of... Hey, like I'm better than everybody else. And then there's a spectrum of, hey, I'm worthless, which is just another Mm. form of like self-abuse. Humility says I'm not more important than anybody here. And that means that I can serve everybody here. Exactly. Exactly. And which which I so love. I so love that. So let's look at our takeaways for this week. Well, one um, of, I think the main takeaway that I would say for myself mm-hmm. um, is so in this idea of becoming, it's really about a journey. Yep. And I think for, um, I mean, I think you can relate for people who are perfectionists, this whole idea mm-hmm. of the journey is just like, well, I just want to be excellent. Um, why can't you all just be excellent? Why can't just, everybody be excellent? Why can't everybody be like, I don't understand. But you know, yes, yes. But, I'm here's with you, girl. The, but the truth is <laughs> excellence is not required for growth. Mm. I don't yep. have to be excellent to be a better person. I don't have to be excellent to be a better professional. I need to be in the right spirit and mind frame. I need to be humble. Right. So our I mean, our world is just more and more obsessed with like comparison with validation. Like, you know, tell me I'm great. Make sure that I'm greater than that person. Well, that person seems to be receiving accolades and I'm not. That style of thinking is dangerous and it's really, really common, which is why the whole point of like us needing to unlearn and live in this radical mindset, this radical state is not about going for number one and number two. No, it's about, recognizing that you learn more from the process of pursuing excellence rather than the product of achieving excellence. Mm. And so excellence is not required for us to grow. That's what I take from this because I I can beat myself up so much if I feel like I haven't been excellent. Like, oh, well, okay, I'm trash now because I'm going home. Yeah. Like, why am I even here? Ouch. I just hit myself. Why, Why am I even trying? If I'm not going to be excellent, but if I'm pursuing excellence, then I stay in the right, I'm in the right position to learn. If I pursue excellence and I pursue it with humility, then my excellence is not about me. My excellence is about those I'm serving. Right. Right. And that's, that's what I take away from this. That's, that's what I walk away understanding from Jesus's life. Because I mean, Jesus was excellent, but he doesn't call us to be excellent. He calls us to be like him. He calls us to pursue being like Christ. And so I don't have to be like Christ to be loved by Christ. Yeah. I just have to accept his love for me and pursue um, 
becoming who he wants me to be. And on that journey, I'm checking myself before I check myself out. Exactly. So your homework for this week is to do at least one radical thing to intentionally model humility at home or at work. Intentional modeling of humility. Come on, we can do it, y'all. I mean, give me something as simple as, you know, if somebody gives their opinion on something, you don't immediately say, well, my opinion is da 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 You have to intentionally think that, you know, what you have to say is not more important than somebody else's. It's really the way you say things and check, even checking yourself on the way you say things. I mean, could really be. Yeah. Another example could simply be when you walk by someone and you say, hey, how are you? Stop and listen to their answer. That, that tells them, I'm not more important than you for me to just say, hi, how are you? As I move past on to something more important. Mm. Mm. But I'm going to stop and I'm going to listen and I'm going to give you the time to share of yourself with me because I'm humble enough that my time isn't more valuable than yours. Yep. That's a good one. That's all right. One. So okay. we encourage you all this week to uh, pursue intentional humility. Be radical in this because if we get this right, we're unstoppable. Mm. Yes. Yes. Amen. So okay, what we're going to do prayer. now is we're going to move into our power <laughs> prayer. <laughs> our power prayer. The power prayer is what we do every week. It sends you off into the week to make sure that you are, um, you're, you're pursuing like-mindedness with Christ. And so this is our way of covering you. This is our, this is our love offering to you all, the Mary and Martha community. Yeah, and Christina is going to do the power prayer this week. All right. Thank you, God, for everything that you allowed us to go through this week, Lord. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love you and are are calling to your purpose, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you, God. Thank you for allowing us to learn the lessons that you need us to learn, God, no matter how hard they are, no matter how much it's a struggle to get through, Lord. Thank you for just allowing us to be in the position to be stretched, God. Lord, we know that humility isn't something that's easy, God, but you are the ultimate model of humility. When you came down in human form just to show us how to live this life, God. Lord, we thank you and we love you, Lord. Let everything that occurs this week show us what you want us to do, God. Shows us your divine instruction, God, and the complete understanding of what you're doing in our lives, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we love you, God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 You better price this. That's Girl, right. How about I better go to the hospital because my leg is getting bigger um, and bigger. Yeah, if you could if I should you could pray my knee. knee <laughs> yeah, if you could if you could get your knee together, that'd be great. Uh, thank oh, you God. all for thank joining everybody. us. Another week of the Mary and Martha podcast. We're so excited to hear from you, to hear all the intentional Great. humility you're modeling this week. And we will see you next week. See ya. For another episode. Bye. Bye.